Welcome to another edition of the Strong Family Project podcast. This is one we call 10-Minute Tuesdays, where we attempt to teach something short and sweet in about 10 minutes. We have an important one today. I'm a little biased, but as always, we try to only cover the important and not fluff topics and have the conversations that help you bring your family forward. That includes you, your kids, your whole household, not just parenting and not just kids. Mel, hit us. Welcome back to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. What's on your mind today, Mel? One step at a time. I feel like this is the theme of my life. One step at a time. Start with an example. Because this became pivotal for our family when we decided to move. This is after COVID started. We decided to homeschool that year the 2021 year. And we also decided to move from New York to Colorado and also sell our house. So that all had to happen at the same time. Did you want to say something? Just one caveat at the beginning. It wasn't that we decided to move or we decided to homeschool. We decided to try it or try to explore it. And that's kind of the one step at the time. Go ahead. That all those things put together became very overwhelming. And I was, I had a lot of anxiety about it for many reasons. The fact of leaving family, leaving everything that you know, and I was focused more on the negative things. And then Joe one day said, we're just going to take it one step at a time. What's the one thing we can control and do right now? And this took that entire year. I had to tell myself that almost every single day to help me get through it. And we still talk about this quite often today and with the kids. So we wanted to bring this up today because we feel like it's a tactic and a mindset that helps you slow down and be more deliberate with what you need to do and not get overwhelmed. And that particular example was powerful for us because we had a lot going on. And I'm sure a lot of families have a lot going on oftentimes. And kids can sometimes up the anxiety with all their questions. And this helped us to slow down and figure out what the focus needed to be at that moment to take one more step forward. I think that's a very good point that you made with the kids. They'll ask a ton of questions and sometimes as a parent that's overwhelming and you get flustered. It is okay to say, I don't know yet. I'm going to do this one thing to then figure out the answer to your question. And so you're role modeling something important for them. You don't have to have all the answers. You have to have the next answer to figure out where you want to go or at least not even the next answer, the next thing to explore to figure out the answer and then decide where you want to go. Yeah, I think this reminds me when we first had brought up this idea to the kids about moving, Logan was like, when do we get to buy a four-wheeler? And I was like, that's like step 500. Yeah, we talked. (laughs) Do you remember that? We'll talk about that step, but that's 500. (laughs) Right, so it, it validates what they're saying. We're not saying, oh, that's a dumb question. We're saying, that's a great question, but that's a question for down the line. That's sometimes putting a number to it. Obviously, it's not literally step 500, but that gives them the impression that's not the focus right now. That's not where we're at right now. Right now, we're at, you know, finding a house or whatever it might be at the time. But that just helps you to slow down. It helps you to see if you have a goal that's way off in the distance. It allows you to see the steps that needed to be taken to get to the goal. And even thinking about all those steps can be overwhelming. So just focusing on that one next step or that one next conversation can be very helpful in reducing anxiety and moving forward instead of taking steps backwards. 
We had a much more in-depth conversation on this early on in one of the first three episodes on family goal setting. So you can go back and re-listen to that. But I want to summarize a little bit of an analogy here. So you do need to know where you want to go. So the first step is defining what success looks like. And for us, it was an experiential upbringing for our kids that aligned with our core values and it they have the opportunity to stay and find gainful employment in that area. So if they happen to go through school, whether they choose college or not, that there is opportunity in that area for them to stay versus us duct taping it together at the end of high school and then them not having a career path that they want in our area and deciding to move away. And then all of a sudden we feel so badly, oh, how could we have seen that coming? In reality, we see it coming. Like you can just look at the economics of an area. And so the analogy is this. Yes, you do look at defining success. So you have a long-term vision, but you don't have to work backwards and do all the steps. You just need to work forward and figure out what the next one is to get you closer to that vision. I believe it's Donald Miller from StoryBrand that talks about imagining yourself standing on one side of a raging river and your goal is on the other side. And the size of the problem equates the size of the river. If you're going to decide to take your kids out of school, homeschool and move across the country, move away from everyone you know, start a new career path, like that's a pretty big river to cross. And you can't see the other side at the beginning, but what you can do is say, okay, I'm going to throw one big rock out in the water that I can stand on. I'm going to go to that one first. And I'm going to throw another big rock out and I'm going to go to that one. And then I'm going to look and we'll go to the next rock. And those are the little steps to try to get you all the way across whatever that issue is. So you define success so you can see what the far shore looks like. And then you go back to where you're at and say, okay, here's where I want to go first. And then you always have the opportunity to go back across those rocks if something doesn't work out. We didn't say, hey, we're going to move to Colorado. We said, hey, we're going to move to a place that aligns with our core values. Kids can have experiential upbringing, which is along with our values. And the kids will have increased opportunity to stay in that area. We didn't define the area. And then we started looking at a map. The whole country is pretty big. And the next step is like, let's choose eight places that we could consider. And then let's go look and see if what we think is true. Let's test our assumptions to see how many graduates stay there, to see what the opportunities are, to see what the school system is, whether kids are getting in-person education or they're still doing virtual education and things like that. And so it's just one step at a time after we had to find success. And I think that the other important thing you mentioned was when you take one step, then you can reevaluate. If you define all the steps ahead of time, oftentimes you'll get stuck because things change. If you take that one step into the river and then all of a sudden you notice something that wasn't there before, like I, I started getting overwhelmed with what's the school going to be like? How's that going to work? And I went, whenever you get anxious, you can realize I've gone a few two steps ahead. And finally, with, funny with that, we're like, all right, let's go check out this area. And then we happened to be looking at a house and they had a sign on the school that said open house tomorrow. Say, all right, let's just do that step tomorrow. All that worry about what it could possibly be, we'll just have our answer tomorrow. So let's stop with that line of stress. That's right. And it turned out very well. There was a really cool experiential program at the school, and then that helped us to make the decision to actually do this big move. And then this also reminds me, obviously, we've talked about the seven steps of the path. And they are, it's a path for a reason. It's steps for a reason. And it's very difficult to implement everything at once. So just taking that one step forward choose it. Usually we, we recommend you start with the values, but if that for some reason feels too big, take a different step. And if you have that forward momentum, other opportunities will open up. But you have to be willing to take that first step down that path towards that 
vision of success that you have, which could be a stronger family environment. I'm going to get ranting here for a second with the flip side of things. So there's a good strategy for you to use one step at a time. You define success and then you move slowly towards it, question your assumptions along the way, and then you can get there. What I see too many people, this trap that they fall into is that they talk about everything and then they do nothing. It is so attractive to talk about all the possibilities and potential steps to solve or problem, whether it's to get gather an opportunity or whatever you're trying to do is that they prefer to sit and talk about them. And that irritates me to no end because they are, I can see now that I've been through this over and over again. And honestly, I was probably in that situation with many of the decisions I made earlier in life, but that helps me see it when they're doing it. And I try to help them, but they would just sometimes want to talk about it and not be about it. And that annoys me. I'll give you an example. We used to do a lot of blue collar work, my brother Pat and I, here's what the outcome needs to be. We're going to just start doing things until it's done. Other people will be like, well, an easier way to do that might be to make a lever and let's get a pulley up on the tree and they talk about it for half an hour while we could have already moved the object. And they just want it. It's a mental game to them to try to solve the problem, but they never actually solve the problem because they don't do anything about it. In their mind, they think they solved it. He wanted to get someone over to dig a foundation for a house he was building. Person couldn't fit his timeline, so we went and got a shovel and started digging. There was no like, all right, well, I'm going to wait two months and then maybe this person will come along with their excavator and help me dig this. No, no, that's not going to happen. What success looks like to me is that I have this foundation built so I can get the concrete poured. I need to have a hole. I'm going to go get a shovel and a pickaxe. I'm going to start working. That's the kind of people that I want to be around. And Going back to the example of moving, since we've moved, I think it's inspired a few other people to at least think about it. And sometimes people do. They think about all these benefits that maybe it would benefit their family, but then stuff always holds them back. And then they, oh, I couldn't be the, I can't do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. And again, I think it's that overwhelming piece that we had to get over in the beginning where what can you do right now? Can you do a little exploring of where it might be a good spot for you? You should make one of those like benefit and or advantage-disadvantage charts. I will never make one. Nice. I think for some people, it's helpful to write it <laughs> yes, down. I certainly, we did that. When, we, when this whole process started and we talked about opportunity costs, what are we gaining? What are we losing? What are we willing to give up to, to gain this, to gain all the benefits of moving? I had to write it down. I had to see it on paper. And that was talking about it, but we were moving towards something. So I think sometimes if an idea comes to mind, some kind of goal, and you define what it might look like, taking some steps forward, even if it's scary or nerve-wracking, can be really exciting. Because I have to say, to be honest, when this topic first came up for us on a walk, I had like a panic attack. I was like, how could I ever leave? And then the next morning, all of a sudden, I started seeing there could be some great benefits to this. So I allowed myself to take one little step forward, and I printed out a list of the 50 states. Do you remember that? And we would literally went through it and crossed off where we definitely didn't want to be. But just taking that small step forward got the excitement pumping a little bit. And then the opportunities that we could see happening got bigger and bigger as soon as I adopted the thinking that this could be something really possible, but only by taking a small step forward. If you want to mess with someone's world, question their assumptions. If you want to mess with your world, question your assumptions. It is a powerful tactic for you to reflect on. We had an episode that we just recorded on how you are the type of people you hang out with. 
And that's not saying that everyone has to be the same. Sometimes it's good to have people who question you in your group. It's not out of malice. It's probably out of kindness. So if someone says, I could never move. Oh, why do you think that's true? It's just not work. Oh, what job do you have? Okay. Do they have positions like that where you might want to be? Like questioning their assumptions. Now, maybe they don't. You have to talk someone into something. But being their sounding board and asking meaningful questions goes a long, long way. And that's not, again, out of malice. That's out of kindness to get them to open their perspective. Don't need to take it. They don't need to follow the path. But they need to be able to develop the critical thinking skills and the self-confidence to know that they could if they wanted to. And not just rely on the, this is what I'm used to, and this is what I, how I was raised, and this is what I find comfortable. Sometimes when you're able to step out of those circles, it helps you to be able to find new goals and to find new success and then slowly work toward them. There's a lot of preconceived notions that we just adopt without questioning and we take as true. And I own companies in the fitness space, so I'll give an example from that. When I was presenting on, hey, I got to run all these sessions, I got to work six to 10 because that's when people are out of work and come to fitness sessions, three to seven before work, after work, I'm going to have no time for my own health, my own fitness. And the person I was talking to said, are you sure that's true? Like, do, do you think people that own fitness facilities stay in shape sometimes? And I think, I don't know why I said that. Maybe I just heard that business people struggle with staying in shape and I just adopted it without questioning because I certainly could. I could do after the 10 a.m. I could still make it home for the kids stuff. There were certainly ways to do it, but I just assumed this thing to be true because I heard other business people say it. And it just, in my life, it was proven not true. It was an opinion, not a fact. And I had adopted it like a fact. To bring this back to kids, we have this book called The Anteater and the Superpower Question. I'm yeah, not... Dr. Amen, I think. Okay. It's a f fantastic book to help kids learn. So the basically, there's different topics that come up in the book. And the Anteater Superpower Question is, is that true? Are you sure that's 100% true? And it's just the way to reflect on these assumptions. It's just like you were saying with a conversation you might have with an adult friend or family member or whatever, this is this will teach kids to their assumptions. We do this all the time with the kids. I, I wish I had a good example of something soccer related. This last game was terrible. The next one will probably be terrible too. <laughs> Are you sure that's true? Is that 100% true? They roll true? their eyes. Oh, <laughs> I guess not. They don't like to be. They want, they want the comfort of their preconceived notions and once you shake it out of it they know they can't have it anymore and it gets them grumpy it does but, but it, it but it plants the seed to not just assume things to be true or things they might hear in school from other children or whatever it's just a great question to filter stuff through we're about 15 minutes so this is my last thoughts and i'll pass it over to you mel in that book they talk about the ants and the anteater because ant stands for automatic negative thought it's an automatic thought that jumps into your head when you hear something. Question that assumption. Ask yourself if it's true. Then you can decide whether it's true by setting small, manageable steps for you to figure it out versus saying that one goal is way too far away. I'm going to drown getting there. I can't cross this. I can't make it. So are you sure that's true? What's one step you could take? Yeah, it does take some serious reflection and some serious personal humility to give up what you thought was true and you held on to for so long. That's the beauty about life. It, you can grow. Mel? I just want to end by saying if you find yourself in a position of feeling overwhelmed or anxious about something, slow down 
and ask yourself what the next thing you can do is to move forward. I think it's very easy to get caught up in future stuff. So if you can bring yourself back to the moment and do one step forward today, you'll be in a better place for tomorrow. If you're looking to improve your family life and you haven't yet, I'll give you the very next step. Visit us at strongfamilyproject.com. Click begin the path, start your path, download the seven steps we have. That's step one. Step two is choose one that you want to work on. Work on it for 30, 60, 90 days. Then choose another one. Take one step at a time because trying to do all seven and overhauling something is too daunting and usually sets you up for failure because you don't have the personal capacity to do all well. So visit the website, download the guide we have set up for you, and you can start your path one step at a time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast.